Express, I'm your conductor, Josh. Well, the Biden administration decided upon the great look of funding crack pipes for drug addicts. Why? Well, you probably guessed it. In the name of racial justice. Wait, what? Hold on a second. So, the Harm Reduction Grant, which is overseen by the Department of Health and Human Services, has committed to providing a long list of items it deems um, that would fall under uh, harm uh, reduction. Well, some of these are actually kind of good. Like, uh, you might have, like, vaccination services for hepatitis A, B, uh, etc. Uh, syringes to prevent uh, control and spread of infectious diseases disposal kits you got screening for infectious diseases like hiv uh uh, stuff like that that can be pretty useful maybe you're like on the fence of whether the government should be providing uh, things such as that well then also they have uh they are providing safe smoking kits and supplies uh what is a safe smoking uh kit or supply well basically it's um it's a pipe that uh um, drug users can use to smoke either crack cocaine, crystal meth, or basically any illicit substance. By the way, that's a quote for the spokesperson for the agency. And you're, wait, you're saying, wait, wait, what? Well, apparently there are a lot of people getting injured or even dying from using uh, pipes that they've made that like uh, either scratch their mouth or injure them in some other way. So the government, instead of addressing the root of the problem, i.e. drug use, in the first place is basically encouraging it, saying, yeah, we know this stuff is illegal, but since we know you're going to do it anyway, well... Here, let's go ahead and give you something that will just make it easier to smoke. Wait a second. So we're getting rid of some of the consequences for doing illegal actions? This is kind of the same mentality that uh, was introduced into the schools back with Planned Parenthood. And that's something that we could get into uh, a lot later. But this is all in alignment with Executive Order 13985 via President Biden, which is um, advancing racial equality and support for underserved communities through the federal government. So basically, this is, yeah, helping um, drug addicts is uh, advancing racial justice. Now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If there's ever been a racist statement, it's that one. Who are the racists? Well, it's not the right in this circumstance, that's for sure. And you wonder why I advocate for smaller government. These are our tax dollars being used for crack pipes. What do you think? Send me a question. Freedomexpresspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at freedomexpresspodcast. Send me your questions and comments there. Well, you remember uh, two summers ago when George Floyd was killed and the ensuing riots that happened uh, over the next couple months? You remember that? Well, I'm sure you do. So the organization known as Black Lives Matter Incorporated uh, received approximately $60 million worth of donations. That's a lot of money due to people um, supporting a racial justice. Well, here's the deal. They received $60 million in donations to assist with their quest for racial and economic justice. Well, someone forgot to tell that to the leaders of Black Lives Matter Incorporated. 
Apparently, those in charge have jumped ship, and no one can find out who's running uh, um, BLM Inc. now. Um, oh, and about that $60 million that was raised in donations, the, oh, the two board members um, won't say who's in control of it. Huh, that's kind of suspicious. It kind of raises some ethical, if not legal, concerns, don't you think? And all in the name of racial justice. Kind of makes you wonder, what was their plan all along if they're not using the money in support of racial justice? Hmm. I'll bring that to you when the information comes. Well, coming up in this episode, of course, we have the Kami Olympics. We'll take a look at the Chinese human uh, rights record and then uh, the left surprising silence on it. And that's just something really interesting that I've been researching especially in dealing with uh, the Muslim Uyghurs in the Zhejiang province of China. We'll take a deeper look into that. But, of course, I wanted to kind of so uh, tell you something that was going on in uh, my mind this past week. So the Winter Olympics are obviously going on. It's a worldwide event where athletes of all sizes, um, usually buff sizes, uh, go and compete to show off their prowess and skill. Well, there I happen to, every so once in a while, uh, see a TV with the Olympics uh, going on, and it seems like every time I looked at the, t- uh, at the TV, the sport known as curling was on the screen. Now, I'm kind of... I just want to kind of put this out there. Is curling actually a real sport? Like, how how did they originate this? I'm kind of curious. Like, who who came up with the idea for curling? Hey, guys, we have some extra brooms, a, a hockey puck, and some ice lying around. Let's make a sport out of it. Like, <laughs> who thought it would be a great idea to um, make a sport out of sweeping some ice? I don't know, that's just me. Maybe there's a lot more talent that goes into the art of curling than I um, am assuming here. I don't know. If you happen to be a curling expert and are quite offended by my uh, statements on the subject, let me know. Send me a question. You know where. Speaking of the Winter Olympics, so those are obviously going on in Beijing. But on despite reports of gross human rights violations by the Chinese government, you say, what human rights violations? I haven't heard those while uh, watching the media. Well, here we go. So in the northwestern Zhejiang province of China, there lives this group of Turkic Muslims known as the Uyghurs. The Chinese government has been involved in various acts deemed by the U.S. government to amount to genocide. What exactly uh, are we talking about? Well, it ranges on different scales. We hear reports of uh, random detainment, mass surveillance, and even forced sterilization of these Muslim Uyghurs in the northwestern uh, provinces of China. Let me just kind of paint this this bigger picture of all the atrocities that are happening to these people in China. Well, they've had, to begin with, their passports confiscated so they can't leave. They've been giving, quote, they've been given, quote, people convenience cards, which basically just restrict their movement. That's from uh, the Chinese government. To begin with, they uh, began fining families with, quote, too many children. 
Um, and then, of course, they started ster- forcibly sterilizing a lot of the uh, Uyghur women. So the Zhejiang promise, uh, the Zhejiang province, only accounts for one point eight percent of the Chinese population. Yet it count accounts for eighty percent of the IUD insertions, which was just uh, forcible intrauterine um, device insertions, uh, IUD for short. Eighty percent of IUD insertions. Isn't that a little questionable? Just the Zhejiang province. Anyway, in 2017, China built massive detention camps deemed, quote, re-education camps by Chinese officials. That sounds like a nice name. Of course, remember, the Chinese government is communist. That has a lot to play in here. In 2019, Chinese officials claimed that they were actually shutting down these camps. Yet, uh, Satellite images uh, taken in 2020 kind of tell a different story. There were reports leaking out that the camps were still active, and satellite images kind of confirmed that right there. Uh, the prisoners in these camps, uh, in these quote-unquote re-education camps, were subject to torture, rape, and beatings. A lot of Uyghurs were actually even killed in these education camps, although due to the challenge of getting information out of China, um, how many people have died in these camps is not widely known. So I just wanted to kind of paint this picture of this awful situation unfolding in China. And yet, the Americans are content to send our athletes there and pretend that all is right with the world and that we're one happy global family when stuff like this is being committed by the government. And I'm not, and not all Americans are silent uh, on this, fortunately, but the vast majority of silence seems to be coming from the left. I want to juxtapose this to the media presence and the highly politicized riots that we talked about earlier of two summers ago. Pelosi uh, speaking about what she deemed injustice. She spoke out about that a lot. Listen to this in a CNBC interview. Well, I do think that we have to be unifying as we go forward. You know, we can talk about what happened when and what and all that. Uh, but uh, I, I, there has been something very, uh, a pattern of bad behavior in terms of of how people are treated unfairly in our country. But let's let's make this take this moment to be a, an inflection point, a pivotal one that we are going to not just proceed incrementally, uh, but in a very strong way to do things differently. And part of that difference will be to say, what are the solutions that can unify our country rather than assigning blame or past performance, but to say, how do we go forward together? That was uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi a little under two years ago. Here's her message to athletes now who want to speak out against human rights violations in China. Listen to this. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. Interesting the perspective shift, huh? When it's politically advantageous, she seems to be all for civil rights. But when it comes to actually growing a backbone and standing up to something that might actually have consequences, 
No, Pelosi's spine is nowhere to be found. She must have left it back in 2020. And this is not only relegated to the Democrats operating our government right now. Media pundits, even on stations such as ESPN, which you th- usually think isn't a political place, are not advocating speaking out against China. In some cases, they're even excusing it. Listen. We've never had a more enjoyable NFL playoffs in this country, and and yet it goes on amid the ongoing allegations against Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington football team, and the, you know the continuous concussion concerns, and now the concerns about diversity and the allegations and the questions about competitive integrity, even all of that, and yet we're still enjoying the games. And who are we to criticize China's human rights records when we have ongoing uh, attacks by the agents of the state? against unarmed citizens, and we've got assaults on the voting rights of of our people of color in various states in this country. Who are we to say anything about human rights violations in China when we have so many issues here at home? Yeah, last time I checked, we were definitely putting African Americans in concentration camps, beating them, sterilizing them. No. Wait, wait a second. Are we putting anybody in concentration camps? Are we forcibly sterilizing anybody? Is there government-sanctioned torturing, beating, raping, killing of people in America? No. This guy was J.A. Andre. He's supposed expert when it comes to the sports field. But I would say to J.A. Andre, he says, who are we? I'll tell you who we are. I'll tell you who I am. I'm somebody who's going to speak out against injustice, actual injustice. People, he, what he referred to with the, with the concussions, people are, oh, these poor athletes that are getting all these concussions. This was in reference to the NFL. When we have people who are being beaten, tortured, and killed in China, and, oh, yeah, we don't have any place to speak out against that. And he, a refer- and he also made a reference. This was a highly packed soundbite, and I guess I should have planned to have more time for this. He also made reference to prohibiting people from voting. That's in reference to ID law, uh, real ID law, uh, showing your ID to vote, which um, I still can't figure out how that's discriminatory uh, against anybody besides those people who shouldn't be voting and don't therefore have an ID. Let's accept that line of reasoning, too. Let's say, oh, even if there was disenfranchisement of a certain group of people from voting, how does that even compare? No, no one can even dream of voting in China. No one can even dream of being free, of being halfway free. There's surveillance on everything, passports confiscated. You have to escape there, and yet... The Olympic Committee chooses Beijing as a spot for the world to come together as if there's some semblance of peace? Martin Luther King Jr., injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that seemed to be the mantra for the Democrats two summers ago. But it seems like they've forgotten all the justice they claim to have preached. Their heart that they grew when it was politically convenient seems to have shriveled up into non-existence. Pelosi, 
I know it might it might seem like you want to speak out against these injustices, but it's better not to anger the Chinese. Why? Why do we care what the Chinese think? Why do we care what the Chinese think of certain athletes? Because Pelosi knows that the Chinese will retaliate. Because there's danger to having a spine. There's danger to speaking out. There will there are consequences to making a stand. And obviously, Speaker Pelosi does not consider standing up for what's right worth the possible consequences. The best we got from the American side of things is a diplomatic boycott of the Olympics. That's all. We, uh, all our athletes still went and acted like everything was cool and groovy. At what point do we notice the inconsistencies the injustice happening everywhere else, and not stand for it. This is what angry, angers me, especially about, uh, we were talking about ESPN, uh, this angers me about, like, athletes that speak up, talking about uh, systematic oppression and so forth. And I'm not saying racism doesn't exist and should be addressed in due form. I'm talking about just the athletes here, I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm sick of hearing them complain about racial injustice from their multi-million dollar mansions while true injustice is taking place overseas and they're silent about it. Now, that's not saying that that's a different issue whether uh, what type of racism is happening here. I'm talking about overseas. And they're completely 100% silent about it. A lot of their money, in fact, comes from China. They better be quiet if they want to keep their jobs. They want to keep their cash cow. Again, I want to emphasize, I'm not saying that there's not racism. I'm pointing out the hypocrisy here, which irks me. But when we have true racism, where people are being beaten, flogged, etc., I'm not going to go through it again, just solely based on their race and their beliefs, and where they live, that's true racism. And, and yet you won't even hear Democratic leadership speaking out against it. We don't have a right to speak out against that. I tell you, we have a right to speak out against human rights violations everywhere. It's not limited to our own soil, because things happen here too. But when we see a system of government which is communism, by the way, that undermines the individual and puts prejudice at the top of the food chain, and our leadership is okay with that, it seems like we need to have a reevaluation ourselves. What do you think? Let me know. FreedomExpressPodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram, FreedomExpressPodcast. Well, I put out a question sticker on Instagram in dealing with curling because I was kind of, I don't know, I was kind of interested by why this is still a sport. I know this is a big jump from the heavy topic we were just talking about. Um, but I, I got uh, quite a few responses and I'll try to get to all of them. Uh, we have Garrett. Garrett says, curling is the best sport. What are you talking about? I asked if curling was actually even a real sport. Jackson says, depending on how you train for it, how hard you train for it, determines if it's a sport or not. Interesting perspective. 
Bowden says, no, curling is not a sport. What other things that are called sports are not sports? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, curling is obviously top of the chain there. I tell you what is a sport, though. I was watching the biathlon, which is the, co the combination of cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. That is a sport. These guys trekking across the mountains, and then they got to shoot. Um, that is a good shot. Uh, that is a good sport right there. That's something that I would want to see. But, like, this curling, fake sport. I feel like, I don't know, there are a couple other things that I feel like. Ping pong, why, why would... Yeah, why would ping pong be at the Olympics? That just seems, I don't know, it's a little better than curling. Like, I, I like ping pong, but I don't know. I just, I don't see the the appeal to curling. Rex says, if curling isn't a real sport, what would you propose we, we replace it with? <laughs> um, any other actual sport? Um, I don't know. All the people that uh, train for curling, I guess, would be out of a job. Maybe they'd go to some salon and try for a job there instead. But I, I don't know. I feel like I, I can't think of a, a sport off the top of my head that I just make up to replace curling. Um, making up sports isn't my specialty, unlike the inventors of curling. Anyway, I'll, I'll give curling a break. I like it. It might have some skill. I'll, I'll do some research and see um, how much goes into it, actually, and I'll, I'll let you know. Thank you for the comments and questions, funny comments there, guys. I appreciate it. You guys are the best. Make sure you send in more questions, comments to Freedom Express Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at Freedom Express Podcast. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Freedom Express, and I know is is a good deal heavier than it usually is, but sometimes we need this wake-up call to kind of realize, oh, our world still has awful things like this happened in it, and it's not isolated incidents. These things are happening all the time. So don't follow Speaker Pelosi's advice. Speak out. Let your voices be heard. And if you happen to be a drug addict, um... You might be in luck. See if you can sign up early for one of those uh, pipes that the Biden administration is going to be distributing. Using my tax dollars. You know how much tax, how much in taxes I have paid? Not that much, but apparently it's enough to buy some crack pipes. Anyway, this is the Freedom Express. Yep, definitely not bitter about my money going to that.